Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com. And we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. Uh, We're talking about this uh, article from Fox 10 from 2020 about the nine states that uh, automatically sent out ballots. So it's Vermont, Nevada, California, New Jersey, Colorado, Hawaii, Utah, Washington, Oregon, and of course, the District of Columbia, and sort of what the long-term implications of that would be, especially going into 2022. There's a uh, Washington Post article that said in 2022, at least 84% of American voters can cast ballots by mail. Uh, And so just kind of the implications. The other thing we're talking about was uh, the emergency declaration. So it's supposed to end on May 11th. and uh, Of this year? Yeah, the COVID emergency declaration. So like the states that allow, there are, you know, this again, this 2020 list, there are states that allowed people to uh, to mail in their ballots because it was COVID. You didn't really have to explain anything other than that. They just right. allowed everyone to have access. And um, there's also additional funding that have gone out to states that have to, Niels, uh, Rep. Niels was telling me that they have to spend by May 11th, otherwise they have to send it back. So there are different uh, factors at play. Even though it doesn't feel like we're living in COVID anymore, uh, administratively, we very much are. We're deep in the trenches of that, even though, you know, I mean, I've been traveling recently. I really don't see very many masks anymore. You know, the airlines have really gone back to normal, lots of stuff like that. I, I never hear about social distancing. Uh, but in terms of how it could affect the election, we have these these. Uh, restrictions that are in place that really can't go away until we end it nationally which can you even believe that we still have this declaration in place uh, it, it gets renewed i believe it's every, it's every 60 or 90 days and and uh joe biden uh, made it very clear he said covid was over he said that well over it's probably September, about a right? year now uh and and so we still have it so he's got to get a grip on this thing but many of these states still have all these millions upon millions of, of dollars, unspent money uh, that have been sent to these interstate in, to these individual states that haven't spent it yet. So, if he declares this thing where well, we have no COVID, they haven't spent that money. That money needs to go back into the treasury. Why in the hell are they allowing to keep it? It needs to go back into the treasury to reduce some of our debt. Yeah, I just can't understand how after all of this time we even have these orders in place. Like, it just seems like such federal overreach to me. Uh, I get it that there are some state governments that are like, no, we don't want it to be over. We get money from this. Like, we get more support from the federal government, and they they benefit from it. But for the logical person, if we are no longer masking and having all these crazy lockdowns or whatever, this there is no emergency. <clears throat> Do you guys feel like we're under a national health emergency? I don't. No, no, no. Well, of course no. not. They're, they're using it to gain power. Check out this story from CNN from... Um about a week ago, Trump and GOP attempt to <clears throat> Trump and GOP attempt to reverse course on mail-in voting ahead of 2024. So that's basically it. They say after years of claiming mail-in voting is rife with fraud, 
Some Republicans, including Trump, are working to reverse course out of next year's consequential election. Oh, I, I can't stand these people. Reverse course over next year's consequential election. Shut the fuck up. Just say election. Trump now waging his third White House bid told attendees at CPAC, We're ch- it's time to change our thinking on early and mail-in voting. And in speeches and fundraising emails, he's touting his campaign's plans to encourage ballot harvesting, the practice of allowing third parties to collect and turn in other voters' ballots. His party, he said, has no choice but to beat Democrats at their own game. It's a stark reversal for a politician who last November issued an all-caps declaration, you can never have free and fair elections with mail-in ballots, never, never, never. So here we go, baby. Donald Trump gets it. He decided to play the game. Is this our, our, our path forward and uh, what are we going to do, huh? I mean, I, he has to. I mean, the, the, the fact that CNN wrote a piece about it, it doesn't matter. Like, he has to, they, ha- they have to ballot harvest. They have to do mail-in stuff. Because if they don't, they, they're, they're literally giving the election away. There, there's no way that you can compete if, if your opponents are literally going to uh, people's homes to collect their, their, their ballots. What? Especially when people, the people that they're collecting them from, if you're going to someone's home, they are not knowledgeable, knowledgeable about what they're voting for. Yeah, Phil, there, there have been <clears throat> many published studies that talk about when you start sending ballots, ballots, especially universal ballots to people's homes, that there's going to be a higher propensity for for fraud and and people uh, filling out other people's ballots, people uh, getting two or three ballots, uh, people that move. I, it's just it's it's a problem. Donald Trump is absolutely right, and what you saw in that 2020 election under the under that COVID is that these states started sending out secretaries of states and sending ballots to everybody because mm-hmm. their, def- their definition, they felt they had the authority to do it because of the National Declaration, the Emergency Declaration. And that's how, uh, that's how that election, in my, in my humble opinion, was, was, was taken away from Donald Trump. But here nor there, uh, I think that uh, Donald Trump is in the right track. He is the leader of our party, and I hope uh, many uh, of the decision makers in the RNC and others uh, uh, have taken uh, heed to his warning that if we don't start playing uh, at their level and get down into the dirt with them, unfortunately, that's what you have to do. I mean, am I am I encouraging that now the Republicans got to be better cheaters to win elections? I'm not saying that, but we got to get into the dirt with them, certainly, uh, because if not, our country's lost. I'm looking at this list from uh, the National Conference of State Legislatures, and it has, you know, states that have designations. Because there are times where they say, you know, if you're uh, physically unable to make it to the polling place, like, how do you cast your vote? You shouldn't be excluded from the voting process. And so, you know, in those cases, some states have rules saying your, your spouse or a family member or uh, someone that you have written, uh, you have written a desig- as a writ in, I can't talk right now, have a uh, indicated is in writing is your designee can take your ballot in but there are other states i counted you know i don't want to speak without being able to completely research it but on this list there's at least 11 that are sort of saying anyone like you could give your ballot to anyone and they could turn it in for you and that that starts to get sort of gray area and sketchy there's no way to ensure that that ballot gets uh Mm -hmm. properly turned in i mean i i really don't understand it seems so basic to me like why isn't election day a national holiday that that seems obvious, and yet 
I feel it, like no one's progressing forward. Anna, you, you, you gave me the list of automatic ballots, nine states in 2020. You listed them, Vernon, Vermont, Nevada, D.C., California, New Jersey, Colorado, Ohio, or, uh, uh, Hawaii, Utah, Washington, Oregon. Okay, all those states are Democrats other than one, Utah. So the more states that allow this, they're going to be the left-leaning, the, the states that are run by liberal governors and liberal mayors. But I believe you stated, you looked it up, there were like 29 states in 2020 that made universal ballots. 35, I think. 35. So there were nine because of COVID. All of a sudden, it increased to 35, all up underneath the the COVID. And, and you're just not going to have that. Yeah, 35 and, states allowed voters to cite coronavirus as an excuse to vote via absentee ballot. And that's why you saw uh, uh, what we saw. But uh, I don't think they're going to be able to have that. They're going to have to come up with another pandemic by 2024. Bird flu. Mm-hmm. The bird flu. It could be it. Have you seen the news reporting on that one? A scary thought, isn't it? H5N1, they were doing gain-of-function research on it to make it transmissible among mammals. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, a bunch of, I think, was it sea lions contracted bird flu? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And uh, a mink had got it in Spain, so 60% mortality. You know what concerns me about the way this government and Fauci, the way we handled COVID, is that, you know, number one, the American people, they don't, they don't trust their government. You see a train derailment in, in East Palestine. We got all sorts of conspiracy theories going on up there and everything. And so they don't trust the government. And that's a scary thought because, I mean, Tim, God forbid a real, another serious uh, uh, pandemic, another virus come upon this great country of ours. How many people in this country are going to say, no, they don't care how dangerous it is. They won't trust the government. The government could get up there and say that this one here is three times as dangerous as, as, as coronavirus, this and that, and there are people that are not going to take it because they, can't, they don't trust their government. Yep. And that's the scary thought is in the future, the way we handle the coronavirus. What are the American people going to do? What is this country going to do if something serious comes upon us in the future? It'll take people dying in the streets like the early videos that you saw of COVID from uh, China, this yeah. where people were keeling over in the streets. It'll take people doing that here in the States for like a while. Before people are like, okay, maybe it's serious. You know, it, it'll take that kind of that kind of shock uh, event for people to be like, oh yeah, I guess it's worth risking. And they won't, they still won't be like, oh, I trust the government. It'll be like, well, it's worth the risk because the alternative is significantly worse. That's that's scary to say, but that's probably the situation that we're in. It's going to take something worse to make people, you know. Well, I was, I, I asked. Uh, 
I don't I don't know. Have you are uh, I don't know if you you're comfortable talking about vaccine status. Sure, why not? Did you get the COVID? Absolutely, I did. You I did? got Pfizer. Yeah, and, early, and early on. Uh, I, did, I felt, actually, I didn't think it was right because all of a sudden, as a member of Congress, we're getting it before most other people <laughs> get it. I felt it was somewhat entitled there. That I, I don't know. But uh, I got it. I got the one and two. Uh, after the first one, it made me very, very sick. I was wow. sick. It knocked yeah. me out. And, and then it's interesting. Uh, uh, I don't know how many months later, I went to, I went to Ukraine. So I went to Kiev. Uh, and I was there for five days, and I come back, my wife and I, and we were feeling sick on the plane, so we got it in Kiev. We got it into Ukraine, and it knocked us out for two weeks. I'm telling Even you, COVID? Gotten- the COVID, after I got the shot, I ended up with COVID, I was down for two weeks, and I'm telling you, I thought it was going to kill me, so I ended up getting the, the shot uh, or COVID? COVID? I thought the COVID was yeah. going to kill me. No, the shot, it, it, it made me very, very sick. I can remember flying back from D.C. home, and I, it was just, I was shaking, shivering. About three days, I was wow. in trouble there. But then I, I ended up getting COVID in, in the Ukraine, coming back. And then I went and got that uh, that cocktail. Uh, what the hell? I went to a local hospital, and they gave me an IV. I was there for two oh, hours. Oh, monoclonals? Monoclonal, yes. And, and I had that therapy, my wife and I, and within a day, we felt much better. Yeah. But they were restricting. Even this administration was restricting. And I'm going to believe it was red states. They weren't getting the supply that they should yeah. have received. And Texas is a big state. So we were having a very difficult time getting those treatments, knowing that it was effective and it was working. Uh, but but well, what, uh, do you, what do you think about the vaccine? Are you well, you concerned I, about it? I, I, I had an opportunity last week. I had uh, Pfizer in my office. I had the CEO, COO of Pfizer because I wanted that. Yes, I did. Wow. He, over, over the development in the, in the R&D of this and, and had a great, frank conversation with him. And I said, you know, you, you develop something like this so quickly when it usually takes years, FDA approval, it takes years. I said, did you feel any pressure to just produce something because people were people were dying. Did you, he didn't feel any of that. I mean, I, I I didn't expect him to say, "Yeah, we screwed this up and should have never done it." But I just uh, I had an opportunity. I felt better after I had a conversation with him. Um, I mean, these were some very very smart guys. They have a lab outside of New York, and it's a I forget, but it's a, like a level three lab. I mean, they got well over a thousand people in there, and they're doing all sorts of stuff in this lab to try to find a. a a vaccine uh, for the coronavirus. I mean, but it uh, the 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 sad part about it is is that half of the American people, maybe not even half, don't trust our federal government and 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 will refuse in the future to take any type of a, a shot that is recommended by the CDC and others. They're just they not going to do everything. it because because they can't trust the government. Well, they shouldn't trust the government. Well, they lied about all of it. I'm not saying they didn't lie about the vaccine. I, <laughs> I don't like Fauci. I think there's a lot of money involved. I, I think maybe ivervectin, hydrochloroquine. I talk about that in the book as well. You, you think about Dr. Robert Malone, and, and uh, I was the congressman that actually had his interview with Joe Rogan, Robert Malone's interview with Joe Rogan. I had that. I transcribed that, and I placed it into the congressional record. It's there for life. It will be there for life. That interview, because what did they do? Twitter and everybody, they took it down because Robert Malone was absolutely right. This was about money. This was big pharma. And, and ivermectin hydrochloroquine could have saved lives early on. Did you have to get the vaccine? Because you're in Congress? No, I didn't. Uh, but it was so early in the game that mm-hmm. we really we well, didn't know what, what we didn't the, know. It doesn't even do anything, right? They, the only thing they claim it does now is it, it reduces the, the, the likelihood of hospital, hospitalization. 
but people are still getting knocked out for weeks. Joe Scarborough for three months, and then he's trying to deny it. And, and Micah Brzezinski was like, no, it was three months. And he's got, what, four or five shots? And how come we don't hear these stories about these very serious, uh, like, recurrences or what do they call them, breakthrough cases among people who didn't get the, the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Now, they come out in the press and they're like, that's because those people are dead. And I'm like, yeah, bullshit. In, in Illinois, you had the chief medical officer come out and be like, understand that if someone dies with COVID, it is registered as a death with COVID. Mm-hmm. She, I, think, I think she said, what did she say? Guy, uh, like, if, if a guy dies in a motorcycle crash... And it turns out he had COVID. Yeah, COVID. I, I, I did this story about some, this is months, I mean, over a year at this point, where some state pub, had to publicly uh, reduce their COVID deaths because they were like, we went back through and based on our new definition, because like there had been someone who had COVID and died in a car crash and they counted that as Well, a because death. the hospital was paid more money if they mm-hmm. could yeah. list it as a COVID death. versus. But, that, a, but then when you say people were dying, it's like, okay, but how many people were really dying? Right. Because all of these numbers are inflated. Can, you can't trust it either. And, and I said to the guy with Pfizer the other day, I said, you know, I said, I saw commercials. You got Pfizer commercials, I think, even during the Super Bowl. I said, but the idea that we're going to give shots now to, to, to little toddlers, two, three, four-year-olds, when there's really no data that says that there's a, a, a risk of, of loss of life with, with youngsters. I mean, we know it's people with pre-existing conditions, obese people, senior people. I mean, those were the, the people I think that we were targeting early on to get the shot but healthy 18, 20, 25-year-olds. And I tell you something, this phone, you can see about anything on that phone. Look at the people, the young people now, they're, they're just keeling over from cardiac arrest. Young athletes. Did you see the meteor, meteorologist the yes, other day? Fainted. Just, just Wait, boom. Really? And yeah, on live oh, TV. On she's, live she's TV. She's in LA. Boom. Another one. Yeah. She's, she didn't die. I mean, she's... No, I know. But, but there's, there's a lot of the side effects that maybe we truly don't know. Um, uh, but hopefully we can get to the bottom of it. I hope we get to the bottom of it. Do you think there's any way to cultivate Whoa, trust? Let me uh, people? let's let's play this video. Yeah, that's it. An on-air scare in Los Angeles. She's live in the studio. Local CBS meteorologist Alyssa Carlson's eyes oh, appearing to roll back right before she slowly leans forward and then suddenly collapses to the floor. KCAL's co-anchors quickly tossing to commercials Whoa. after realizing something. Okay, like where's the actual video though? Is this it? Um, it started like okay let me let me try and find the actual video i I bet it'll be on twitter i i can't stand google they're like let us give you cbs telling you what's happening and then showing a slow loop Mm -hmm. i I saw it on twitter yeah i saw it on twitter Twitter too and it's weird because the girls you know that she's talking with they're like they think she's being dramatic about whatever they're talking about first like she's having an exaggerated reaction and then they realize that she's on the floor Thanks, Twitter. This really is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. She joined. <laughs> oh, my. This Ooh. stuff wasn't happening before COVID or the vaccine. Whatever you want to think. I don't know, man. Well, first off, I didn't get any boosters. I got the two. Uh, that was it. Um, I think it's up to, you know, I guess uh, the individual and their physician. That's what it's up to, but it shouldn't be mandated. I have fought very, very hard. I voted against the NDAA because I said to myself, everybody that was kicked out of the military uh, because they refused to get shot mm-hmm. should get reinstated and brought back into the military. Um, and, and, and the NDAA, it didn't go far enough. The legislation didn't go far enough. So 
um, it's it, it's a huge problem. And Fauci's going to have some issues. I'm telling you. Let me you, let, let's let's play this clip again yeah. real quick. Let me see. If, I don't I don't know if I can zoom in properly, but uh, let's see how it looks. She joins us live in the studio, Alyssa. Right, this really it. is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. We'll be right. Jamie Ucas, weekdays. I want to. I don't. I can't zoom in because of the way the framing we have. Because the video will just get too big and you can't see it. But like the woman's eyes, mm-hmm. like whoa, they just she just roll back in our head. You can sort of see it right there. Remember that comedian was on stage and then she was like, "I got the vaccine and I didn't get sick." Oh, oh, oh. and then she falls back, hits her head, and gets a concussion. You know, yeah. This stuff keeps happening. Well, so you see it Carl- happening on basketball courts and everywhere. Yeah, I, I was going to say, happening. Carlson has responded. She said that she uh, has a condition called vasco-vagal syncope. I don't know if that sounds familiar to anyone, but she just like said, I didn't really notice anything, and I started to feel nauseous. I thought maybe I was dehydrated, and then I passed out. Like, Oh, yeah. all, all of Super like, normal, I guess. Now how come we didn't have these? We, we, we've had the internet for a long time. We didn't see these videos happening until recently. Mm-hmm. And we saw these videos out of China but, uh, right when COVID was starting, people just passing out in the streets. So... No, I don't know, man. It's wild. Should we uh, should we take some some calls from our Discord server? Do we have? So I know we had pre-screened questions, but I don't think that kind of makes sense because you need to ask questions about like the conversation, right? But we do have people who wanted to ask some questions. So I don't know if you know how to pull it up, Serge. Uh, yeah. So according to according to Brett McDonald, we got it here sorted out. So what I'm going to do is. Basically, just bring them into our chat. You notice the little thing that says Tim Cast right, right there? That's yeah, that's our, me. That's our audio. Right. right. So when they show up, you'll see the little audio underneath there. But does that mean, I mean, our audio is not looping back on itself? Uh, How will we hear them if our audio, is that our audio going in, we don't hear it or what? No, we, we're, well, we, won't, we will only hear it through our headphones and everyone else will hear oh, it. So it's, it's fine. It's just letting us know that we are speaking. Okay, so somebody's yeah. in. Who's that? Uh, Fenrir. Fenrir. How, how do we turn on his audio? Uh, they should have push talk enabled. Uh, let's see if it works. Can they talk? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Uh, check, sh- check, mic yep. check. What up? Uh, good? Hey, this is cool, isn't it? Can you hear us? Okay, I can hear great. you guys just fine. Cool. Great. Can What's everybody up, else hear you? <laughs> I can hear him. Turn it up a little bit. Wow, we're like a real radio show now. <laughs> Fender, yeah. are you there? Can you hear us? I can. Yeah, ask Fantastic, away, brother. man. Welcome to the conversation. Well, I think you guys are right um, about keeping things on on topic with what you guys are chatting about. Um, first and foremost, I'm a board-certified family medicine physician, so whenever I hear you guys chatting about medically-related information, 
Um, some of the mispronunciations drive me a little nuts. That's okay. <laughs> oh, no, I feel but like I'm I wish guilty. that you guys could have like a medical consultant right there to fact check a whole bunch of stuff. You guys should look into something called um, what is it, Candida auris, as the next uh, pandemic. It's a hyper deadly fungus, according to the CDC. Which what do you say was Candida auris? Kind of, uh, hard to believe at this point. Candida, what was it called? Candida auris. Candida auris. A U R I S. Uh, okay, thank you. I think I was looking at that earlier today. Actually, I think I might. I, I think I even have. Uh, I might even have this story pulled up somewhere. Yeah, it's it's been CDC news. But um, my my initial questions, I guess I got to go back to that. Was uh, what do you think about convention of states, state succession, and lastly. Uh, these were questions for the uh, representative there. Uh, what do you think about ideas like Greater Idaho and New California? Well, I think it's going to be up to the individual states. I think there was some issues up there right now. Is it is it parts of Oregon that want to leave Oregon, some specific counties, and move up? Is it Idaho? Yeah, I, they want to I, join is, Idaho. Is that what it is? They want to go to Idaho? Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be up to those states, and, and they'll have to figure it out. Listen, fortunate for, for me, I, I'm from the greatest state in the union, the great state of Texas, and everybody wants to be us. But I, I don't, I don't uh, uh, the idea of, of secession and, and all this, uh, I, I, I don't know how, if, if I could support that. I think that we are the United States of America. We need to do better. I think if our politicians, uh, doctor, I think if our politicians would just put the American people first, I think that would be enough to satisfy the American people and we could prosper. We just got to put our, our people, the American people first. We do so much for so many others. But I tell you, all these people coming into our country from the southern border, I mean, I don't know how we really feel that's benefiting. I talk to those that say we could use the cheap labor, but I don't. It, it, it's putting a strain on our public school system, our, our resources. Uh, I, I, we just can't support this. We cannot sustain what's taking place at our southern border. And I say put the American people first, build a big, beautiful ball with beautiful gates. Because it's about legal, it's it's about uh, legal immigration. This is this illegal immigration is causing us problems. So I don't know if I've answered your question, but am I there? Well, at least we get a good opinion on some of the discord. That- oh, we lost you. It appears the caller has broken up. <laughs> oh, I'm here. Yeah, still there. There you go. I don't know where I was, but what I was saying, essentially, it's it's nice to be able to get a, an opinion from an actual center that spent some time in Washington, see what you uh, think about some of these little ideas that are coming. Um, go check out NewCalifornia.com. I think that that's worth at least a little bit of time. Yeah, the, the, the thing about Greater Idaho and New California is that it's not civil war or secession from the union. It's states either joining other states or becoming their own states. I think that's a really good idea. Because that can prevent the country from actually breaking apart. If Western, if Eastern Oregon is able to join with Idaho, where the views are more aligned, it won't actually change the balance of power in the Senate. It, it moves over one member of Congress. So sure, Oregon may be mad about it, but it stops the fighting. 
right? And it, so, it, people so will be they happier. move. They 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 uh, the board you, the boundary just moves to encompass okay. Eastern Oregon yeah. into Idaho. I, I think if it would go to referendum and the people inside those uh, those counties and, and they communities did vote for it. would support that, I think why would you get in the way? Because the the, the left isn't going to want it because they don't want to lose their slaves. Ta- yeah. They get taxes from these people. Yeah. There's there's benefits for them. They don't yeah. want to give up that territory. Yeah. yeah. Should we bring in uh, another person? Yeah. Maybe get like two uh, more. Let's or? go for it. Um, Who's next? Brett, Brett's just going to do it for me right now. If you can hear me, man, just oh, uh, sweet. go ahead and bring someone in. See you later, Fenrir. Thanks for uh, for hanging out. Yeah, thank you. First man. caller ever. Thanks, guys. Super cool. That's crazy. Yeah, what an honor. All right, now we're just going to wait, I guess. I, th- I think we just wait. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm able, if I'm there able we go. to just do it. Yeah, we'll just wait for it. Jaeger Blackhand has joined the live room. What say you, good sir? Ask questions. Is it working? How are y'all on this fine Tuesday night? We're good, man. We're, We're chilling. Well, Welcome. Welcome to the show. All right. Now, I'm going to say, first of all, doing this on Discord, best audio you guys ever had. I will not be able to figure it out otherwise. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we don't get banned. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I'm, eh, flip a coin. Uh, my question is for Representative Niels. Niels, is that how you say it? Nails, hammer, oh, and nail. Yeah. That's good. I'll just call you. How about just call yeah. you Mr. Troy? Because us Southerners put your names all the time. Uh, my question is: I'm a fellow Southerner like you. I come from the great state of Mississippi. I somehow I sometimes cross in the good old Louisiana over there. My question is: Would you be willing to push forward a bill or support a bill that would rework our national rail and pipe network, the railway that passes through the town that I love and grew up in? is basically holding on by threads and needles and it's amazing that we have not had a derailment yet and had a la megantit mm. if you guys ever heard that rail disaster if you haven't i suggest you look it up it was awful so like an infrastructure well, thing it's it's a, a, a great much. question I, I i happen to be the chairman over rails pipelines and hazardous materials that subcommittee I was up in East Palestine, and, and, and you're probably talking about the Class 1 railroads. You're talking about UP, Norfolk, uh, BNSF, the major airlines, uh, or uh, railroads. I think what, what the American people have to understand, too, is that, is that when you have a derailment and you have leakage, you have spillage of, of hazmat, obviously it affects the environment. But 99.9% of the material, hazmat material, that's transported by rail in this country reach their destinations safely. Um, what happened in East Palestine was horrible, uh, and it needs to be addressed in Norfolk Southern. Tim, uh, I've been with Alan Shaw. Uh, he's going to address that. I don't think they're leaving that community anytime soon. They have to be responsible to the 4,800 people in East Palestine. But we got a FIMSA reauthorization. FIMSA is uh, pipelines, uh, hazardous material. It's, a, it's pipeline safety, uh, and we have uh, the re, uh, reauthorize that here coming up here for uh, this session. And, and pipelines, pipelines is the safest way to move our energy across this country. But this administration doesn't support pipelines. They cancel Keystone. If you don't like pipelines, you don't like rail, I guess then let's just move this stuff down our freeways with damn 18-wheelers and, and the carbon footprint of a diesel truck. I mean, it makes no sense to me. Uh, I, I think there are, are so many 
um, safety measures in place, rules, regulations as it relates to pipelines. We use the innovation and the technology we have today. And FIMSA, we got to police them up a little bit. We got to add a few people to FIMSA so they can go out there and, and, and conduct assessments and stuff. But I support rail and I support pipelines. Cool. Right on. Okay. Wonderful. Well, let's uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Jaeger. We're gonna try and get some, uh, maybe maybe one or two more in here. We don't have a lot of time, so it might be one, but maybe we can do two because it's fun. It's the first night. Yeah, well, I'll hope to see you all tomorrow night then. Absolutely appreciate yep. it, man. Thanks see for coming. Then. See you. All right. Good night. Next up, who do we got? We'll see. Caller. Just gonna wait now. This is so wild. Look this at is cool. Us. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it makes it more special. It's one of those things that, like, when you said, oh, we're going to do live callers, I was like, look, this Ian's is Ian's idea, calls. man. Credit goes to Ian. It was yeah. his idea. Yeah. Doc Q, what up? Hello, hello. Hey, how you doing? We could hear the, the feedback from Hannah Claire talking. Make, make sure you turn your volume down on the, on the show. I got you. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I was listening to Loveline. They're like, turn your radio down. <laughs> what's up, man? What's, what's going on? Hey, hey, uh. Very honored to be here on the first night. Uh, you know, I actually got a shout out the first night that you did the uh, the after show live. So I'm very cool. very honored to be here. Uh, I've got a question for Representative Nail. Um, I'm a young man that just turned 28 uh, two days before Tim's birthday, and cool. I was uh, I was wanting to see if uh, you've got any suggestions for a young man who's been involved in politics since he was uh, in elementary school. I've been I've been shown Fox News and everything. My parents were very involved in and uh, keeping up with politics and everything. Uh, so I'm wanting to run for political office at some point in the next two to six years. But I'm a little worried about, you know, skeletons coming back from, you know, the younger days, you know, something like a Kavanaugh, but, you know, not that egregious. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if you had any uh, any suggestions for young people like myself who are wanting to get into politics but are worried about the nastiness uh, that comes with it. I do. Uh, uh, a good example would be George Santos, right? Uh, I, I don't know how they run elections up in New York, but you got to do your opposition research on you. When I ran, I was an elected sheriff as an elected council before that, but when I ran for Congress, I spent over $5,000 and hired somebody to do opposition research on me. I knew the DCCC <laughs> was going to do it, but I didn't know what they were going to find out. So I spent the five grand to have somebody look into me and my background so I would be able to be prepared to, to address any issues that may come up. If you're going to seek public office, start locally. Obviously, just don't try to get up to D.C. so quickly. But don't run for school board. If you try to get on that school board, whatever decision you make, half the people are going to love you. Half the people are going to hate you. If you try to, and I think it's a very important position to hold. That's great. But if you want to seek higher office from the school board, you will you forget it. It's just not going to happen. Get on a little city council, do something like that, a nonpartisan uh, office like that, and just go out there and volunteer and serve your community and let people know uh, and just be truthful to people, be transparent, and they're going to like you. Look them in the eyeballs. Tell them what you want to do for them. That's all. Well, advice. wonderful. That's, uh, that's amazing advice. Thank you so much, Representative Nails. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for hanging out, man. God bless you as well. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate you having me on. Keep Absolutely. up the great work, y'all. And we still want that Phil in the morning show at some point. <laughs> Cheers, Phil man. in the morning. That's a good one. We got to get this new studio, Bill. Just taking forever. I'm, it's frustrating. 
Plus, man, oof, man, I just got some sales numbers and it's like, wow. Most of the ad sales stuff is just automated, but it looks like the market's collapsing really bad. So actually, this is the funny thing. My, my, the, the ad rep we buy from, because it's like, so we bought the ads in Times Square and stuff. I get a text message like, hey, how are things going? Just want to see what's going on. And I'm like, you're hitting me up for this, for, for the same reason I'm worried. Like <laughs> the people who sell ad space are asking their clients what's going on. And I'm like, I'm asking, I'm like, I sell ads too in a different way from you. I can't buy from you if they're not buying from me. So we'll see, but it's, we need to get more members. That, that's why I'm like, we need to find out ways to make it more beneficial to be a member and expand that because that's the real business. Like everybody who pays 10 bucks a month exponentially, the more we get, then the safer we are, the more we can expand. Yeah. Advertisement is a crap sh- is a crap shot. It's like. You just never know, but let's 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 uh, Doc. Thanks for hanging out. Let's pull in. Uh, let's let's maybe we'll, maybe we can get two more in. Thank you so two. much, Tim. Thanks for hanging out. Who's who's next? I think in the future uh, I'll be doing the swapping from like the yeah. screened area to the new one, but it's probably faster that way, right? You can just go yeah, boop, boop. Definitely, yeah. But again, it's the first time, guys. So nailing or what's the word? Irony and all the kinks. I think we should we, have a members only show that only goes behind the paywall that is completely surged. Just reading everyone's super chats. Oh no, we actually <laughs> we're talking about doing a members only show that's actually Collins. Yeah, be cool. A call a Collins show. Yeah, mm. like an advice show. J M McFarland, what up? Or J McFarland? Sorry, not J M. Yeah, uh, you're here. J, you're live, man. Long-time listener, fourth-ever caller. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. What's up? Uh, uh, pleased to be here with you. Great, man. Um, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's a bit of a lag and delay going on here, but for the for the congressman, I've heard him address some of the stuff pertaining to East Palestine, Palestine train issues or whatever. What is being done for accountability and holding the rail companies completely liable? They get eminent domain for the railway passage. They get taxpayer funds for maintenance and upkeep. Well, I think we got the question, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do we do? Uh, Well, my visit, I was on the ground for about four hours up in East Palestine, and I had an opportunity to sit down with the mayor, uh, EPA officials, Norfolk Southern. I sat down, sat down with them all. I toured the entire area. Uh, I think there's uh, some misinformation that's being spread out there that, listen, there's over 165 individuals from Norfolk Southern and contractors trying to clean up that mess up there 
They're digging down around the track where the actual derailment occurred. They're digging down about four feet and they're reaching clay. And that's a, that's a blessing because it's kind of a bathtub. It's kind of holding uh, some of that, that uh, hazardous material. As it relates to the, the sticks and the stones that are being thrown into a little creek there, they went upstream about a mile or so and they, 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 they shut it down and they diverted that entire stream all the way around the contaminated area and then sit back in. So it's priorities of work. You got to understand that 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 area, uh, that contaminated water, uh, they're going to get rid of all that water. They're going to go in there and, and get rid of all the, the material uh, that has been uh, contaminated. And there's just, I think, uh, an enormous amount of mi- misinformation. I drank the water. The public water supply is safe to drink. And, and, and the mayor, I looked him in the eye, I said, just tell me one thing I can do for you. I'm with the government. I'm here to help. He said, <laughs> he said would you just tell my people, tell my people that the public uh, water supply is safe to drink. I went down to the local Chinese restaurant and drank some of the water to try to, he's trying to manage a situation there. Uh, Northfolk Southern is going to pay for this, but the NTSB will have their report out uh, in the next several months. We'll look at it. I read the preliminary report. Uh, there's, it's going to be transparent. I will hold hearings on this. Cool. Right on. So we've got pretty good confirmation that it's not going to be one of those that the railway is paying for it, but using taxpayer dollars that sustain them and keep them in operations the same as the airlines. Well, there's all sorts of actually going to be the profits. Well, there's all sorts of grants that class ones, class twos, class threes get. There's uh, sissy grants too, uh, and, and stuff. So I don't know how many, uh, what type of grants Norfolk Southern has received. I haven't looked into all that. I just want to make sure that we we don't have uh, more and more derailments. I mean, when you have a derailment like this, and you have leakage, and you have the big mushroom cloud over that community, uh, it, it it obviously causes uh, people uh, many many concerns. So. Uh, I think it's being addressed, but I can assure you as a chairman over that subcommittee, I will get to the bottom of it. It will all be transparent. It will be transparent, and we'll do everything we can to try to keep those railroads as safe as could be. Thank you, Representative Nails. I appreciate your time this evening. Thank you. I I hear what he's saying, too. Like, you know, if these rail companies are getting subsidies from the government, then when they, quote, pay for the disaster, it's like they're just using subsidy money to... But I don't know how else you do it. I mean, that still does punish the company because with less subsidy, then there's less profit in general. So. Or they could just pass it down to the end user and they could charge more to haul. So, right, I mean, right. they're going to get their money back one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for, for hanging out, Jay. Uh, we'll get uh, we'll, we'll hit the last uh, the last uh, caller. Thanks. Have a good night, y'all. Have a go. Are All you right. able to just pull him in, or is Brett going to do it? I have been trying to text Brett. Brett, if you text me back, that'd be sweet. Um, <laughs> But uh, this is Brett Mack. He's, yeah, he's just doing this right now. Um, I think in the future I'll just be the person bringing it in because uh, I can see who he's got in the screening room ready to go. Yeah, they're, or they're in right now. Ulfgar, you're in. Um, Ulfgar. Yep. Let us know. <laughs> is that a strong Viking name? <laughs> it sounds like it. You're here. Oh. Uh, oh. You there, man? All right, yeah. Sorry, I was just waiting for you to stop talking. Uh, so thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my first D and D character back when I was oh, like oh, cool. eighteen. Um, but uh, yeah, so thanks for letting me on the show. I'm really happy to be here. And uh, I just had a question for the congressman. It, can you not hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, we, we can hear you, man. Okay. Um. So uh, my question for the congressman is: uh, 
what I, I know Tim is all about culture and uh, making sure that we show up and we, we take over the cultural spaces that are important. And um, I think that the Internet's the most important cultural space that we have. And we really need to um, to be on the Internet and to be doing things to uh, to take that space over. Have you heard of Twitch before? I can't say and have I you have. done a Twitch stream. Can't say I have, my friend. No. Um, yeah, and, and so, you know, because of how important it is to be on, on the internet and to be, so, you know, I would love to see the, uh, you know, all the Freedom Caucus on Twitch playing Among Us, like, AOC took over that space and she owned it, she had one of the biggest streams back in 2020, and uh, I just, you know, we, it's incredible to me that your consultants have no idea what Twitch is, or because it's the it's the best way for you to get free publicity. You don't have to pay a dime, and you can get tens of thousands of uh, people watching. This is a this is a really good point. Uh, I'll add I'll add a few a few 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 bits here. The first thing I'll say is Twitch is owned by Amazon. It's very woke, and they ban people in a split second. But um, he's right. AOC played this video game. It got an insane amount of viewers. It was massive and it generated a ton of interest. It, it helps make her a celebrity. And that's the kind of stuff that I agree with Wolfgar on getting members of the Freedom Caucus to do these kind of like community building, cultural or publicity events. That being said, Ulfgar, poker with the boys is coming. <laughs> All right. No, that's great. That's great. I love poker with the boys. Are you, yeah. are you a poker player? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I, I, that's awesome. What about you, uh, Congressman? Do you play poker? Well, I, I went down to the Burge last week for a, for the Thursday games, and I sat in the sports book a little bit too long. But then I went out there and played some cards and stuff. Out oh, the man. Out there at Lake Charles. Great time. Went with my twin brother. We were down there for 18 hours and got back. Nice. So, so Ulfgar, imagine this. Friday night, the plan is, so so I got we got two poker tables on their way, professional tables with deckmate shufflers, just like the casinos. Got them aftermarket. First one's going to be here tomorrow. It's going to be set up downstairs in our green room where we're going to do just fun, you know, home games. I think Maryland is buy-ins are legal, but we'll make sure everything's legal. And then we have an RFID table coming to the new studio where we're going to do a show called Poker with the Boys, Poker with the Boys. And then Friday after the show, instead of doing an after show, we will have a two-hour live tournament style poker game with staff members, our guests. So if you came on a Friday, we'd hang out with you. The, the point of the show is mostly to build culture and community and to make jokes and to smack talk. And it would be funny to see like you and like Matt Gates and Matt Gates, he bluffs you out of a huge pod and you get stacked and everyone's <laughs> laughing. Right. So this, this, I think, aligns kind of with what you're saying, Ulfgar, but in a way that's more so our kind of audience, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know if, well, you know, Among Us with like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Congressman Nails would be as effective, but poker would be. You know, it it doesn't have to be among us. That was just an example, like, but just having congressmen on Twitch, on YouTube Live, actually being fun and having fun while also explaining their ideas, it's free publicity, okay? And that's why your consultants haven't told you about it. I appreciate you telling me this. I uh, so this is this is great, and I'm so glad you called in and you informed me on this. I'm going to get on this thing right away. I'm going to give it my team. I say, what the hell is this Twitch stuff? You got to get me on it. Ofgar said, get your ass on this thing. I'm going to get it done. I thank you so much. And and 
this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm. This is why I'm like. So you know, Friday after the show, we go. I'll go play for like an hour at the casino down the street. I'm like, I'd rather just hang out with my friends and play a home game for fun. And then I think what we want to do is like, there's no buy-in. It's a tournament style game where the winner gets the super chats. So the people who are donating to chat will be like, it was, you know, X amount of dollars. Boom, here you go. And they'll be like, you know, we'll give you a stack of cash or something. Whatever's illegal and we're allowed to do. But I think if there's no buy-in, it's not gambling. We'd be totally fine doing it. They still might consider it something weird. So we have to look into it. But this is going to be fun. You know, Dave Smith was mentioning it'd be funny to like, you know, you're you're in a hand with Jordan Peterson and he's like, you can't bluff me because what you're actually talking about is the archetypal, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, if we get Jordan Peterson on a Friday night, but I think Poker with the Boys is going to be a really fun show. People smack talking each other, bluffing. I think it's nice to see, especially, you know, public figures like officials in a different light, like having a different energy. I think that's why a lot of stuff AOC does. Like I remember she did her like skincare routine on her Instagram live mm-hmm. going on train. Like that kind of stuff feels relatable relatable to people. And, you know, as 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 probably a great as a speaker you are, we love to see you in a professional setting. It's it's fun to see you outside of that box. Yeah, yeah that's what young people want. Young people want to see you actually being a human being that's not sitting there in a suit and a tie. Yes. Boom. Really that's why CPAC, I'm like and TPUSA they're great, but like when we went to Turning Point, I think we were the only ones not wearing suits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Bannon wasn't to be fair, but you know, most people there, even the young people showing up, were all dressed up, and I'm like, it's you got to reach the average person, you know? Yeah. Man, I felt so out of place, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Olfgar, that was that was a really good one. So I really do appreciate it. I think we'll uh, we'll wrap things up, and this was an Thank awesome you. very first call-in portion of the Uncensored Show. And I mean, hopefully this, this is the kind of stuff we can, we can put together that helps build culture and community, but also a more sustainable business operation because I don't want mm-hmm. to rely on YouTube. I want to be able to get the show on as many platforms as possible so that the real focus is, can we convert audience members across the board into hanging out with us, becoming members and supporting the machine? So uh, Congressman, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Thank you. Appreciate you all. God bless. You got a great team here. Great oh, thank team. you very much. Yeah, good people. Absolutely. And uh, more awesome stuff to come. Hey, she's prettier than you two ugly dudes over there. <laughs> I paid him to say that. You guys wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. And uh, for everybody who is a member who joined the Discord, if you didn't, haven't joined the Discord yet, I strongly uh, recommend that you do so we can get you in the chat and, uh, and, and, and talk. And I also want to add, uh, with the new live show, after show, we, we have currently 3,254 people watching. That's the biggest we've done yet. So hopefully this can be a huge component of how we make this operation run because if we, if we can rival the Daily Wire, they got a million subscribers. We're nowhere near that number. Nowhere, nowhere near that number. Very, very, very much lower. But I would love to be able to, to create a, a, a cultural and community space that's, that's as large as and rivaling and working with them. So maybe this is a path forward. Oh, man, the viewership just skyrocketed. We're at like 3,300 now. Wow, it just keeps going up. 3,301. Amazing. And we're wrapping up. We went a bit late. It's 11.01. But uh, thank you all so much for watching, everybody. And uh, we'll do it again tomorrow night with more callers. Should be great. And we'll see you all then. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.